Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, June 17th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, riding solo here on Coach's Day Off, ready to break down the one-game NBA DFS slate, Brooklyn-Milwaukee, huge game six. And I'm fired up for this one because in game five, we gave out the optimal lineup on FanDuel for this one. That, of course, was Durant, Giannis, Middleton, Jeff Green, and Connaughton won all the contests on FanDuel. Um, but if you try to put that lineup together again tonight, it doesn't work. And that happens sometimes, doesn't it, when the prices shift from game to game? So we are going to monitor that and play with it and uh, talk through some of it here on the show to try to get ready for FanDuel. We'll also try to get ready for DraftKings, of course. And as we always do, we we quickly recapped the night before, and we did not have the optimal lineup on FanDuel, unfortunately. Mr. Embiid did not make the cut for Coach or I. We, we thought that he'd be a little bit limited physically, and it was a little bit too risky to pay up for him. But he was terrific in terms of his value. I was very, very surprised that he played as much as he did, and ultra surprised that they lost that game man what a disaster for the Sixers uh shout out to our our man Brett Trimble on our team here who's a Sixers fan rough one for him and we've been chatting about it a little bit and uh, some of us think that uh, some of that responsibility goes to Doc or a lot of it I mean no team's ever blown back-to-back 18-point leads in the playoffs that's a pretty staggering stat but the one that jumps out at me is in the second half, nobody scored a bucket for Philly other than Seth Curry and Embiid. That is just astounding. I've never heard of that. And a couple guys made free throws there in the fourth quarter. But it was just the, the Curry and Embiid show. And I thought they overplayed uh, Embiid. In that third quarter, with about four minutes to go, I thought he looked gassed. But he didn't come out until, what, the 127 mark. And then it was only a minute 57 into the fourth quarter that Doc put him out there. And he was just dragging to the finish line. And his numbers were good. But I thought that if he'd given him a little bit more rest and gotten some other guys involved, it would have helped. And uh, he would have had a little more oomph down the stretch. But... We'll see how Philly reacts, and uh, we'll get to that slate uh, when it's when it's time. But we got to get into Brooklyn, Milwaukee here. A lot on the line. We've got Kyrie out, of course. Harden back in. That was uh, part of the story in Game Five. Durant was certainly the story, putting on a tremendous, historic performance. Forty-nine, seventeen, and ten. He adds five stocks, over a hundred fantasy points on DraftKings. 96.4 on FanDuel. Just phenomenal. Uh, fun to watch. So uh, let's start with that Brooklyn side. And now that the series has returned to Milwaukee, uh, the Bucks are favored by six over under 220 on betus.com.pa, our presenting sponsor for today's show. I thought that line was a little bit high. I, I thought it would be a little bit uh, smaller than that. Uh, three and a half, four and a half, perhaps. So if I were to play that, I would go with the Brooklyn side. Um, but this is an interesting series, how every team has won on the uh, home court. So the complete opposite of that Dallas Clippers series in round one. Uh, will that continue today? 
Uh, it's going to be a great, uh, great battle here. Um, KD, uh, the other great thing for for him, and certainly DFS-wise, is that he played all 48 minutes. So just tremendous. Uh, I think it's important to have him in the lineup again today. So uh, he'll be out there for me. Harden, you know, the thing that surprised me about him was that he played 46 minutes coming back off that hamstring injury. And I thought it would be more likely that he would surprise people a little bit with his fantasy point output, not the minutes. I mean, we talked in the show about will he get to, you know, 30 minutes. Uh, I certainly didn't think he'd get over 40. And uh, so that surprised me. Uh, the 0 for 8 on three-pointers, very disappointing. 1 for 10 from the field. Uh, I think there's only one direction for him, and that's up. As long as he stays healthy, he was really kind of jogging through those 46 minutes. Uh, really, you could tell, especially on the defensive end, he was trying to walk from spot to spot as much as he could and uh, not exert himself too much defensively and offensively. He was letting Durant run the show and setting up as that secondary option on the wing. So we'll see how he does uh, after those big minutes. Uh, I would think he would play better. Uh, So he's in consideration as a GPP, uh, but he is still very expensive. So I, I think it's a borderline play. I did have him in some lineups. Um, I thought he would be more effective in shorter minutes, and he he just wasn't. Um, with the other Brooklyn starters here, uh, Bruce Brown really trending in the wrong direction in 13 minutes, so I don't like that play. I really think he only comes into play if, if Harden aggravates the injury, and Bruce Brown is forced to play more minutes. Joe Harris, another floor game, 5-3-1 and one in 37 minutes. He was 1-7 for seven on threes, so the question is, Will he turn around and, and start shooting better? He's getting plenty of looks. They they run plays for him. They seek him out. Um, one of these days, it's going to turn. He's going to hit four or five threes again like he did in game one. He's still pretty expensive, but uh, I think you could look him look at him on a, on a GPP uh, because this is just a one-game slate. So the salary isn't as important, especially with these teams. They have such tight rotations and it's getting even tighter. Uh, last game, Brooklyn really went with a seven-man rotation, and that includes Bruce Brown's 13 minutes. And Milwaukee did the same. Portis didn't even play. So they they really only had a seven-man rotation. So uh, I'm not as worried about, oh, man, is this guy going to give me a 5X return or a 6X return? And we know that Prices get inflated for these showdown slates anyway uh, on both sites. So it's a different calculus. Don't worry so much about what is my 4X, 5X return going to be. You're looking more at just the raw fantasy points. And then, of course, who to put as the captain on DraftKings and where to slot people on FanDuel. So Joe Harris is is in play for me. Uh, Blake Griffin, solid. Three for six on threes. That was key for Brooklyn uh, to get good production from him. 29 minutes solid. And he's in that mid-tier. Probably not in my first build, but uh, worth considering. Jeff Green, though, off the bench. Man, what a performance he had. Seven of eight on three-pointers. Really the key because nobody else stepped up besides Durant for for scoring. And... um, you know, Jeff Green was in that optimal lineup for us, and 
definitely in consideration again, especially on DraftKings. He's only 4,800. And he fits that profile of somebody I, that I like to put as the captain on DraftKings. You know, anyone in that three to six K range who's got 30 to 40 a fantasy point upside, I think is worth considering on the DraftKings captain spot, uh, depending on the slate. So he's in consideration. And then Shamit got a nice bump in minutes. He's up to 28. Pretty cheap on both sites. He's a little bit more on my radar uh, this this go round than he has been because uh, he really hasn't been doing much. So that was a, that was a big spike in minutes for him in Game Five. So you could look there. Claxton and Mike James just fell out of the rotation. Uh, so I think it's extremely risky to go with one of those guys. All right, before we get to the Milwaukee side, just want to invite folks who are new to the program to join us as a member. If you haven't already, go to dfscoachtalk.com and we will invite you into our Discord area where we give out our full lineups on FanDuel, the cash lineup, the GPP lineup, separate builds, and we give advice to folks on how to play those, where to play those, etc. Then the full lineup on Yahoo, the cash core on DraftKings, and the GPP core on DraftKings. So dfscoachtalk.com, grab our playoff package, 111 will give you two months. We call it the NBA playoff package because it is here during this time of year that is the NBA playoffs, but it is good for all of our sports and it's just a two month uh, deal. It's a discount. So grab it and you'll get access to all of our sports, baseball, golf right now, baseball, seven days a week, golf, two days a week for lineups. So we'll give out the uh, weekend golf lineups tomorrow and then football, of course, right around the corner. All right, let's turn to Milwaukee. Uh, like Kenny Smith said last night, uh, the old saying that a series doesn't start until a team faces elimination. Well, here we are. Milwaukee, everything's on the line. Down 3-2 with all these star players. And you can kind of feel the tension and the moment because Coach Bud changed his tune a little bit and he played his studs huge minutes. Middleton played 45 and Giannis played 42. And we know throughout the regular season that that was just not the case. Uh, Drew Holiday didn't didn't get quite as many minutes, only 34. And it wasn't a KD-style 48, but uh, you love that Coach Bud is going to Middleton and Giannis for those huge minutes because, uh, you know, it just really helps with uh, the output. Now, uh, will that stay the same? I think it will. Uh, maybe not the exact same numbers, but the similar approach because uh, if Milwaukee loses, Coach Bud might be out of a job, certainly uh, at risk uh, if this team can't get to the Eastern Conference Finals with you know, Kyrie out and Harden having missed the first few games. It's really a tremendous opportunity for them. So I think Giannis and Middleton will get big minutes. They're expensive again. Giannis uh, did his thing. Middleton stepped up and finally played well in Brooklyn, shooting, well, better, 8 for 22, 3 for 10 on threes. Uh, but because of those 45 minutes, he was able to pile up the 25, 4, and 5. Um, so, um, you know, the question is, do you go with that big three again? On FanDuel, if you go with KD, Giannis, and Middleton, then you got to start to scrape a little bit and get those bench guys involved. Uh, if you sacrifice one of them, then who is it? If it's Middleton, 
and you go a true holiday, uh, that that's one approach. Uh, so we'll keep playing with that to finalize the, the cash lineup and the GPP lineup. Holiday uh, seems to be slowly trending in a better direction. Uh, like I mentioned, didn't get the huge minutes, but solid. Uh, and you do get the price relief if you go there. Brooke Lopez, how about his, how about this? He finally took some shots inside the three-point line. We joked about game four, how he, he didn't. Everything was outside the line. But in game five, he was uh, three for five inside the line and three for five outside the line. So Brooke Lopez is another alternative, uh, really in that Blake Griffin range, where if you want to go with one of these bigs and get more of a medium build, then he could be your guy. P.J. Tucker, back down to earth, 0 for 3 from the field, no points, no assists. Uh, so he's uh, a, a real secondary option with a very low floor. But we did see uh, in that game before, he does have a decent ceiling for his price. And then with the Milwaukee bench, our man Connaughton was great in his 32 minutes. Uh, surprisingly, still pretty cheap, especially on DraftKings, only 2800 I think that's a real nice value. Uh, Bryn Forbes uh, really taking a backseat to Connaughton, only 13 minutes, but at least he played. As I mentioned, Portis, the big donut, didn't get out there. So uh, it's just very risky to go with Portis. And the question is, you know, what, what I try to look at with these games in these series is if something is working, yeah, is there any reason to think it'll change? And you look at Brooklyn uh, staying small, uh, certainly not playing DeAndre Jordan, but only giving Claxton two minutes and having Jeff Green come in as that big and get big minutes. Uh, it worked for them um, with that win. So do they stick with the same rotation? And then on the Milwaukee side, do they do the same thing? Or would this be the opportunity for Coach Bud to say, well, uh, didn't quite work in game five. Maybe we give Portis 12 to 14 minutes. And he can put up fantasy points pretty quickly. So, uh, again, I would not recommend him for a cash game whatsoever. But if you're playing two or three lineups and you want to take a flyer, that is a, a low-owned option you could look at. So uh, that's the, the roundup here for game six. Hope that helped you get ready. Um, we are going to, like I said, finalize those lineups for our members and invite you to join us if you'd like. DFSCoachDoc.com is where you sign up. That's our website. You can find us on Twitter. Send us any questions at DFSCoachTalk. You can find me at Language Olympic, and you can find the coach resting up on Twitter at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. I'm looking forward to joining him again tomorrow uh, for the next NBA DFS slate. If you could, if you're watching this on YouTube, love for you to subscribe to the channel. We'd love for you to be a part of that and hit the alert button so you know when these podcasts post. We're going to continue to bring them seven days a week throughout the NBA playoffs, just like we did in the regular season, seven days a week. So uh, thank you for all of your support on behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team. I'm Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.